What's up, streamers? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. I don't know if you've ever thought about this before. I certainly hope that you have, but have you ever thought about what lies after your streaming career? Are you going to stream just forever and ever and ever? Or is streaming merely something that you do in order to position yourself maybe for work in the gaming industry? Or maybe you want to use it to build your own business, or maybe you want to use it to uh, achieve some other goal that you have for yourself. What are you really streaming for and what does your end vision look like? That is such a fascinating question for me, and I really encourage that if you haven't thought about it already, think about the different directions that you can really take all of your content. That's actually what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, This person has transitioned from streaming very consistently and having a very successful channel into industry work. So now he works as the influencer manager for Versus Evil. He's worked with XSplit. He's done a ton of stuff. He's helped the community so, so, so much. And he's actually inspired me a lot with his work ethic. Just seeing what he's done over the years has shown me how hard people in this industry work and how much effort it really does take. So... Let's jump into this interview. I hope that this encourages you to think ahead a little bit and maybe consider where your stream is going to take you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Today with me, I have someone that I'm really excited. Like, I'm excited for all of our guests, but I'm really excited (laughs) to talk to this person because he has so much experience. He's a Twitch partner. He is the meetup organizer for Twitch Chicago. He's a GameStop TV event host, like, just all over the place. The dude is absolutely slaying it. And that person (laughs) is I am Brandon. What's up, Brandon? How's it going? I am doing good. Like, when you read, like, all the stuff that, like, that I do, I'm like, Oh, I really actually do that. Do I have time to like to to be awake or go to sleep? I don't know, but uh, yeah, that I am, I am Brandon. I made it that simple, uh, just so people could call me Brandon. But then I guess I took on the I am part as well, because uh, if if you don't know me, I used to go by UGR Gaming. Uh, which was an old website that me and uh, Cameron, who's here, uh, we used to run together. Um, but then I kind of wanted to break away from that because we didn't kind of stop uh, doing uh, the writing and stuff. And I wanted to have my own personality. And then one day I was having a little bit of too much wine. And <laughs> I decided to change my name on Twitch to I am branded to make it simpler for people. And here we are a year, a year later. And Wait, it's kind of stuck on. So, this was a yeah. wine induced decision. That's where this all came from. <laughs> yeah, it all, it all came from, like, yeah, because I had been thinking about changing the name for a while. And I knew that um, Twitch had the ability to change your name. And I knew um, that you could change your name on Twitter because my friend, uh, she changed like her name for all that stuff, too. So I kind of went on the websites that um, to check like if names were available. And I, I was, you know, the wine was like, OK, let's just look into it. And we <laughs> uh, were typing in the different names. It was like, OK, is Iron Brandon available uh, somewhere online? And it was. And I was like, all right, here we go. We're changing the name. And I, I wrote a tweet saying, all right, you guys, don't call me UGR Gaming anymore. I am now officially I am Brandon, but you can call me Brandon. And it's, it, people just call me I am Brandon. So I'm like, OK, that's that's fine. Either way, my name is in there. So it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I love that like wine was was the thing that started it all. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I didn't think I'd be a wine person like this. But after when I got older. I realized it was just like I felt more like classier and like and more like I knew what was going on if I was under the influence of alcohol. So yes, it's giving me some great ideas while I've been 
you know, having fun. Right. And you don't get hangovers as badly. Yeah, you have so, to drink like a ton yeah. to get a really bad hangover. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, yeah. That's me. Yeah. My life. <laughs> I've definitely transitioned that direction too. So yeah. <laughs> let's start like at the very beginning though with you. I'm really excited to just talk about so much because you, you're, you're, you've been around forever. You've done a lot. Yeah. You have a lot of experience yeah. with like a lot of different things. And we're going to get into a few different things here. But what we really want to touch on is like how to leverage your experience as a streamer to use it for mm-hmm. uh, a position in the industry. And we're going to go over what all those positions could be um, and also mm-hmm. how to best do that as well as some influencer management advice and like how people can reach out Um, how people organize meetups yeah we're gonna get into all of it but let's start at the very beginning okay tell us how you found twitch and how this whole thing got started for you okay uh so oh wow this is yeah that's such a great story so um in 2012 uh i well i had graduated out of college and i uh i went to school to become a teacher originally and i failed the teaching test by two points. And so I decided to change the direction um, that I was going in in college to becoming a journalist. I want to be a writer. And then I graduated college. And when I was trying to find a job, all the time I would hear, well, you don't have any experience. You, you know, you don't have any like internships. You don't have any online publications that we can look at. So we can't hire you because of that. So uh, at the time I was unemployed. And luckily I was like in a great position where I could like be unemployed uh, but still look for work. And I was playing video games all the time. Um, and that was kind of my first like online experience with playing like games online with other people and I would play with friends. And so I was sitting there thinking about, well, like I want to write and what is something that I like I like doing? And um, just I was always playing video games and I thought, okay, well, let me write about video games. And that was the first thought. And then the 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 thing that pushed everything over was uh, <laughs> such a funny story um, i went to gamestop and i bought the the video game catwoman and i knew it was a very bad game because i'm a person who likes like bad movies bad video games so i was like okay let me go buy catwoman like it's a dollar i'll buy it and play it and i remember i went through like the tutorial of it and i was like you know what i think i'm gonna go to gamestop and and get my dollar back and so i was like okay i'm gonna write about this because i want to you know kind of I think this would be the kind of thing I want to do. So one day, um, there was another game I was playing, and it's called Nier. At this point, a lot of people know Nier Automata at this point. Uh, but the first game, Nier, I played it, and I absolutely loved it. And I was, like, looking online to see, like, reviews and stuff for it, and I found out that there wasn't, like, a lot of information about the game, and not too many people were actually, like, talking about how good it was. So that was, like, the kind of stepping stone that I was like, you know what, I'm going to write about, like, video games that don't, um get enough press or anything like people don't talk about it enough so i like wrote uh i made a blog and i decided to call it ugrgaming.com which at first it was supposed to stand for underdog gaming reviews uh so that's what it was gonna be and then i wrote the first review and then i made like a youtube video i didn't even know how i figured it out but i made a youtube video for the review and i posted them both like on social media and I was like, all right, let's see what happens. And I started like kind of writing articles and then kind of diving into um, news and gaming news. And then um, people started to see a lot of uh, the articles like on Twitter. So like people were like, hey, do you have any other writers on this website? And I was like, uh, it's just me. It's just me. But if you want to join me, I mean, we can do that. 
So we started to get like a little bit of a team going. And so at, at the whole like kind of um, like round of making this website, we were getting all the different social media networks and Twitch happened to be one of them. Um, and Cameron, uh, who's, who's, who's here, uh, he was the first one who actually streamed on the UGR gaming channel, uh, for a while. And then it was starting to get followers and stuff. And so he wanted to start his own channel cause he was starting to kind of feel like, well, you know, I'm like gaining a following on here and I want to kind of have my own thing. So I was like, okay, that's fine. And so when he went to go to his own channel, I was like, well, we have a channel full of followers. We actually should probably like have somebody, um, you should probably have somebody stream on this channel. So I guess I'll do it since I, I'm like the editor in chief. I'll, I'll get on Twitch and do this. And so it started as a way to market um, the UGR gaming website. And then what I quickly learned was that you can't market a website via Twitch because it doesn't work like that. And then I started to kind of put my own personality into like my stream. And then it kind of people started to watch. And, and I was like, what is going on here? People are like watching like this stream because I'm me and I'm a weirdo. Like this is weird. And I like as soon as it got like to be more serious, I knew I wanted to kind of like push push the boundaries and move forward into like trying to do stuff uh, and into the getting partnership. And I just like did every everything I could to do it. I started the Twitch Chicago meetups before I got partnered. Um, what else did I do? I like uh, I did. I wrote uh, a panel for the first TwitchCon called. Uh, how to stream on a budget and that, and they picked that one. And then I was like on a panel with, uh, what was it? Renee, um, W Shad and Ravenheart. And I remember I was like, I'm the only non-partner on this panel. Like, I, I can't believe I wrote this. Um, so I did that. Um, and even with that, I, I like, I thought like, Oh yeah, like I, t- Twitch picked me to be on this panel. Um, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna partner me right away. Definitely didn't happen after that. Um, and then it wasn't until I think it was PAX East one year, I I was at a Twitch uh, town hall. There was a Twitch town hall, and DJ Wheat was talking about like Twitch Weekly and that they were trying to like uh, showcase different streamers. And when I got home, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna make a video and I'm gonna send it to him. And like two months later, I got a uh, an email from Soma, who used to work at Twitch, saying, hey, we loved your video. We're gonna we're gonna feature it on Twitch Weekly. Um, in a few weeks, like don't like you could tell people, but like we're gonna rate it to your channel right after. And I was like freaking out because it's my first like exposure to like Twitch like as a whole. And with that, like things kind of started to go up. And uh, one day I was uh, I was I was I applied for partnership again. And I remember I was sitting in my friend's apartment and I got the email. You have been accepted as partner. And I was like, oh okay. This is strange. Cool. And so like I filled out all the stuff. And then the very next day I learned that I got the job uh, that kind of got me into working in the gaming industry um, the next day. So it was like I I got partnered on Twitch and then I got a new job uh, working for XSplit, which was the job that got me into working for uh, in the gaming industry. And then, yeah, that's how it all started. I remember that. I forgot (laughs) about the XSplit job. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the one that started everything. And it was so crazy because it was like literally like I got partnered one like I got partnered at night. And then the next day I got the job at XSplit. Oh, my God. You had like so much change literally overnight for you. That's so awesome. (laughs) You know, I just I just remembered something during that story. And it's that mm-hmm. I've seen so many of your tweets like through the years and uh-huh. something that really inspired me about what you do is your work ethic. 
And mm-hmm. seeing that constantly and seeing you just like creating so much stuff on so many different platforms and being in charge yeah. of like so many initiatives kind of formed uh-huh. my own work ethic. And it made me realize like, oh, holy goodness. crap, there's a lot of work that can be done here. You just have to yeah. do it. So you kind yeah. of like made me the person that I am today almost. <laughs> I just, my heart. I can't, I'm like, oh my God, I just had that realization. <laughs> well, that makes, that makes me feel really good. Um, I mean, definitely, uh, especially with Twitter, I, I said to myself, like, when I got partnered on Twitch that I wanted to be a voice that actually, like, told people, like, hey, this is how you, like, if you want to do these kind of things, this is what I did. Because back when I was, like, trying to, like, you know, make a name for myself, like, partners weren't talking about, like, their, their like, what was going on. Partners wouldn't talk to, part. I, like, I probably had three partners who talked to me as a non-partner, um, when I like, you no know, coming up. And so I always said that I wanted to be the voice of reason or be the person who was there for support and tell people what they needed to know. Um, and I always said that, like, I would always, uh, you know, challenge Twitch to do better. Um, and, I, and as soon as I got partner, I was like definitely telling them things that like I experienced, like trying to become a partner. And I know a few of the things I've said um, have like been implemented, not everything, but a few things. Um, but that, yeah, Twitch has always, I mean, like Twitter and social media has been, like a way for me to kind of be like, hey, like, don't do what I did. You can do better than I did. Like, like believe in yourself and all this kind of stuff, because I honestly do mean that. And and I know that, of course, like in social media networks, people think that like if you're being positive, it's being fake or that oh you're not God. being genuine. And I know I get that a lot. Um, but my thing is, I I know what it's like to to be all the way at the bottom and then have to work your way all the way back up. And I know like everything can be gone like that. So that's why I've just like I take every day as like trying to be a better person because I know what it's like to lose everything and then having to start over. So so yeah. good. Oh my god. There's like so much I can touch on here because yeah. you're I mean, you're right with the way that a lot of people view positivity and people mm-hmm. almost think that like this person is happier than I am, so it must not be real. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's very frustrating for people that just have tools in their toolbox to be able to to lead happier lives like when you're one Mm -hmm. of those people that understands it it just you're like it's not fake i'm just happier than you yeah exactly (laughs) in in a lot of the situations i dealt with uh, especially the the harder ones they were they happened on twitch like when i um i lost my job like two years ago i got laid off and i had to stream on twitch to at least like make money like i had unemployment but that wasn't enough to do it so i had to stream on twitch this is before i got partnered and so there's at one point that I was going to lose my apartment and I didn't know what to do. And I had to be honest about it and, and talk to like my community and say, you guys, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, if I have to go, like, I'm sorry. And like, it was like, people were just coming out of nowhere and just being so generous. And I, I have this like highlighted on my, on my channel to always be able to look back at where I was, that I was at my lowest place and to, to see that people on the internet who like did not know me, know me. They, they believed enough in me that they wanted to help me. And so I look at that sometimes. I kind of cry because, like, like, I could see how, like, how sad I was and didn't know what I was going to do or how, how I was going to pay for my apartment at that point. And from then on out, I was like, okay, you know what, Brandon? Like, that was your lowest. You need to just keep pushing forward and, and try to just be a better person and do what you can. So, yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love that. I love that. And I, I definitely want to get into like 
losing your viewership because you kind yeah. of like stopped streaming for a little while and then mm-hmm. you came back mm-hmm. and you've been doing really really well with it so we're gonna yeah. get into that too yeah. but let's yeah. let's go for right now which was the <laughs> the topic of our day really which yeah. is like transitioning more into the industry side of stuff so i feel yeah. like a lot more streamers should be thinking of what do I want streaming to actually do for me, right? Like mm-hmm. it it exists, but does it exist for me as a hobby? Is it something that I just want to stream for fun for a while? Or mm-hmm. is this something that I want to use and leverage to, to find a space for myself in this industry? And yeah. I think we're seeing a lot of the like older established streamers like yourself, um, mm-hmm. Sinfully Riddling, so like Meg, yeah. uh, Lady yeah. Devin, all the people that mm-hmm. work with you at GameStop, Melanie Mac, and a lot of other yeah. people, not just the GameStop crew, but a lot of these like established creators are starting to transition more into industry jobs. So mm-hmm. first, can you tell us like why why is this happening? Why aren't why isn't everyone just like streaming forever? Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, so when I. Like, when the whole, like, let me try to see if I could work in the gaming industry thing happened, um, I, like, you know, I was still writing for the website, but I knew, especially with streaming, that I enjoyed streaming a lot more than I did writing. And, like, and I was kind of burnt out of writing. I was kind of done with it. And and so I was like, okay, let me kind of use the kind of uh, skill sets that I have, you know, obtained while I was, you know, as a streamer and see what's out there. Um, and you know, at the time there weren't that many jobs that streamers could get into. Um, but I knew, um, of XSplit and that was the program that I used to stream off of. And I was like, okay, well clearly like they know streamers, like, is there any way that I can like get involved? And I knew that they had a few like streamers, um, working for them. And so I, I somehow like networked with the UK manager, um, for XSplit who's still there right now. And uh, I, I wrote a tweet, and everything always starts with a tweet. <laughs> it really does. I, I wrote it. Yeah, I, I wrote a tweet talking about um, that. I I was kind of disappointed that the U.S. version of the stream team on XSplit was not getting as much uh, promotion, or they weren't getting as much attention as the U.K. people because the people in the U.K. were like going to events and they were getting like promos and stuff like that. And I was on the stream team for the U.S. for XSplit, and like we weren't getting anything. So um, the U- the UK community manager reached out to me and he said, hey, Brandon, like, you know, um, like, let's talk, let's talk, like, send me a DM and let's talk. And so I sent him, like, you know, kind of my frustrations. And he explained to me, like, well, the reason why, you know, the, the US doesn't get as much as the UK is because we currently don't have a U- US community manager. And I was like, oh, well, that sounds <laughs> good to me. So I was like, would you, like, is there, would there be any, way I can send my resume to try to see if, you know, the company be interested. And he's like, yeah, just send, send me a letter of like um, everything that you told me already about your frustrations, all that. And then send me your resume. Uh, and then uh, the company reached out to me and, you know, they interviewed me for like three weeks and, you know, they were talking about like, Oh, well, you're a streamer. You're like, you know, our products. Okay. Uh, like tell us about this or what, what, what kind of things do you think we should do differently? And I was telling them as a streamer, what I thought like would work for them and, and different things or how it could be better. And then, yeah, I got the job from that. And I have noticed like, since I started working well, after I started working there, there were a lot of companies now like, Oh, well, streamers are actually, actually like great, like marketing tools. Like they know what they're doing. Like they're, they're, they're like, 
their uh, social media managers, their community managers. They're like all all things in one. And I was like, okay, there's like a lot of different gaming companies that are actually like doing these community management jobs or like influencer management. And I think it was like probably, yeah, definitely three years ago when, when Twitch was starting to come up a little bit more and the companies noticing that like there was a um, an audience on on Twitch or YouTube and YouTubers were getting like millions of views off of video games. And I think that companies knew that they could get these people involved already like um, in streaming or recording YouTube content and would help their brand um, push better towards an audience that was relatable. Um, definitely noticed that for sure. And I think that now at this point, there's so many streamers like getting into the industry, which is such, it's so cool to see. Cause I know when I started, um, there was like a little, there was like a small little group of us. And then, so when someone new would come in, we all like welcome them into the group and it's still, it's, it's still like that. I mean, it's a lot more, it's a lot more people now. Um, but I think companies are starting to notice that streamers are very capable of doing these jobs and can help, um, better their brand and their market as well. So oh, I yeah. love that. That's so great. And that really speaks to like how much you learn as a streamer, because like you said, there's community management side of it. Yeah. There's content management, content marketing, marketing in general, there's social mm-hmm. media. There's so much that you can learn. Um, based on like all of the things that you learn, what do you feel like are some directions or opportunities that make or that are good for streamers to look for? Um, oh, that's good. Oh, that's a good question. I definitely think being knowing how to do like video and audio production, like learning how to do like editing your own videos. That's that's one thing that helped me out a lot because um, I did a, a, like a lot of my um, YouTube content. I edit that all myself, which I turned into like podcast like production. Um, because me and Cameron used to be on uh, a podcast a few years ago. And when I learned how to do that, I, that was on my resume. Like, oh, I'm on this podcast. Or here's my YouTube channel. If you want to check it out, here it is. Da, da, da. Um, definitely, if you are event planning, that's a good one, too. Because a lot of uh, companies, especially if you're a community manager, you'll be at events. So you will want to know how how do you run an, an, an event. Like, if, you ha- if you're having a mixer or a party, um, do you... Like contact the venues or how many people are coming? How do you get the word out there? That th- I think those are two really good um, skills to have. Event planning and then like just knowing video and audio production and how that works. Oh, that's so true. So knowing yeah. like software can be really, really helpful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Do you feel yeah. like the software side is is one of the things that a lot of companies are looking for right now? Or are there other things that can really um, like bolster up our resumes? Uh, that's a good, that's such a good question. Um, <laughs> honestly, I, I think event planning is more, is more important, even though audio and video production is definitely important, but I think, yeah, event organizing is good because like, I know with my job currently right now, like I had to put together like a whole mixer, uh, for people at PAX South out of nowhere. I was like, okay, I gotta do that. Um, or like just because you have to be on your feet sometimes because a lot of these companies will ask like you as a streamer, what do you want us to do? Like what would make, you know, other streamers want to participate in our brand and or our company in general? Um, so just kind of knowing um, if you wanted to make an event, how would you want to make it? How would it be good for you? And then having to do all the background work of that, too. as well. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Making so sure everything works out. Basically do everything. <laughs> basically, yeah, basically everything. Cause like, yeah, community management it is, a, it's a lot of different things combined. It's not just like, Oh, I'm posting on social media. That's it. Like you have to know, like, you know, the analytics of your tweets or like what, what tweets actually work. Um, are you reaching the correct amount of people? Cause like you could be tweeting out there in the universe, but it's not reaching the right kind of, uh, audience that you want. Um, and just, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the only let's, thing. You do. <laughs> let's talk about Twitter actually, because that's something mm-hmm. that like has, that's been absolutely huge for you. Uh, yeah. yeah. You've like gotten basically all of your opportunities because of your social yeah. media presence. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. one of your big strengths is Twitter. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how can we, like, if we want to, get some of the the opportunities that you've had if we want more access if we want to grow our brands how do Mm -hmm. we stand out on twitter like what are some tweets that are great or what are some strategies that we can use to Mm -hmm. grow ourselves there um yeah like so there's so many there's a few different things i'll say don't always use like my my twitter as an example because i do kind of go a little crazy sometimes (laughs) (laughs) because like i do have some really like crazy random tweets but like um, i'll say definitely like if you're a streamer uh posting videos of your stream from like clips or funny moments is definitely a good way of like showcasing your stream for people who can't like watch or 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 don't follow you like i wrote a tweet about this the other day like i followed quite a few people the last few weeks because i've seen their their clips from their stream like on twitter i'm like oh that's actually funny let me go check out this person later i'm gonna follow them now um interacting with other people um on twitter like like people you talk to having conversations because people see that obviously um talking about things you're interested in is always good um reaching out to brands and being like hey i love your product like i you know i have a stream and this is like my stream if you want to check it out blah blah i've done that before um what's some other stuff and i mean there's if you're a funny person showcase that like that i feel like i i i i think i'm pretty decently funny um you're hilarious (laughs) so i try to showcase a lot of like my humor that i don't even understand sometimes and luckily like people understand it Um, i showcase that on twitter or i try to relate funny things like funny gifts oh gifts are great oh my god yes that's yeah that's when I think like my my Twitter started to like gain traction is when they introduced gifts and I was like oh I could do that because I I've been using gifts forever and I, I say gifts not gifs so we, same let's get that actually away. yeah all right good um and so I would incorporate funny things I would think about with streaming with gifts and then people thought it was funny and I was like oh okay well. Yeah, like, I, you know, like I'm a streamer and a troll comes in and and they say something bad to me. This is what I would do. And it would be the, like a reaction with the gif. And then people thought it was funny and they would retweet it or laugh or, or or like it or respond to it. So that's kind of how like things started to show momentum. And then I started to notice like, oh, wow, people are kind of like noticing my, my, my social media. Like, OK, let me get a handle on this and make sure I know what I'm doing. So I'm definitely very cautious about it. Definitely now, like I'm. I make sure I try to stay away from like controversial subjects a lot. Um, I try to not put too much negativity out there because I'm not like very negative, but I don't want to be one of those people who are constantly complaining about things. Um, And like, and I talk about like my life and things and and a lot of people relate to me, I feel. And that's why I feel like a lot of people do follow um, me on on Twitter, especially because I, I am honest and I am humble about where I am. Because like, like I said, everything could literally be gone in a second and I can like have no followers on Twitter, no subscribers on Twitch. I cannot have a Twitch channel. I could be like out there on the street. 
And I just always want to make sure that I showcase like my most like unique self. And that's why I feel a lot of people miss that mark because they look at maybe another streamer and they see their success. So they try to emulate that. And I have never done that. I've always just been myself and just tried to be, I'm Brandon, I'm weird. And this is like my thought process. If you like it, follow me. If not, then that's cool. Um, And that's, yeah, that's, that's how I think it's, it's helped me a lot. um, Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that about you. And we definitely want to get into like, your low points and how you you've made this return to Twitch for sure. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. something that I think we need to touch on is how in your past you were so just, you were so upfront and so easy to reach out to brands. Like I get that question all the time. How do I get sponsorships? How do I reach out to companies? How do I work with Mm -hmm. people? How do I get access to more games? Like it's people seem to like have this massive, um, I don't, it's like they prevent themselves from being able to reach out because they're afraid, right? And yeah, you just yeah. went for it. So yeah, yeah. what what should that process look like? Because you work at Versus Evil as an influencer mm-hmm. manager. You yeah. get this all the time. What are the best practices if we want to reach out to companies and partner with them? Um, I will say, like I, like, I have, well, unfortunately for me, I don't have, like, my work email on on twitter because i have too much stuff in my bio that i have to have on there uh but if you can find a contact information of like someone who works at a company to reach out to them um that's always the best i know for me like if people reach out to me about work stuff like i'm okay with that and i have also have my dms open on twitter so people can ask me questions um or like if they're interested in the game uh, people will send me emails like that i think it's important if you are sending a company an email about like wanting to play their games Definitely having a link to like where like your stuff is going to be showcased. Um, also, making sure you have your VOD saves. There's been so many people that they've sent me emails about trying to play one of our games, and I'll go to their channel and they have no content on there at all. And I'm like, how am I supposed to judge that? How am I know? How do I know if I give you a game that you'll actually play it? And there's no source. There's no source I would be like, go to my boss and be like, yeah, I gave this person our game a review copy and they played it, but I, I have no evidence of doing that. So that I can get in trouble for that. Um, uh, what's, what's some other stuff that's important. Um, like having a really good, like t- not like a good Twitter. You're like, you don't have to be perfect, but like, I wouldn't want to go to somebody's feed. Who's asking me to like work with me and being like, Oh wow. Like that person is like, very toxic. I don't want our brand being represented by that person. Um, because like with our company, we go beyond just like, oh, player games, that's it. Like we do a lot of different really big opportunities. Like we have a lot of streamers um, and a part of our uh, com- um, convention shows, like hosting for us or doing cosplays or you know, volunteering and stuff like that. Um, we've have yeah, we definitely have influencers doing things uh, for our game launches and activations. Like we did one last year um, for one of our games, Banner Saga, where we had a bunch of influencers come in and 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 did a whole like four four episode episodic thing based upon one of our games is um, universes. So just like being able to see the person and having their resources there, and and like if you have a highlight reel, ah. Oh, perfect like that i think that is that is perfect and i i have like i have a google doc oh no i have a google drive that has like my my um my headshots um my my highlights 
um, clips from my stream, like different articles I've been involved in just all in one because I feel like it's a little, a little bit easier because like Google Drive, it's free and anybody could just like click on it and look through it and they don't have to like sign up for anything and all that kind of stuff. Like and I have that all piece in one, one thing and that's what I, I've sent to companies so they can find it right away. Um, what's something else? I think that'd be important. Um, not saying that you have a small community or that you are like you're a smaller streamer. I feel like when someone says like, hey, I'm a smaller streamer, I would love to play your games, but I don't really have a community to show it to right away. I'm like, but why would I why would I give you this game for free then if no one's going to see it? And you're telling me this right away. Like I I do work with all levels of streamers. It's not just like, oh, let me work with like the top people. I work with all levels of streamers and all the streamers I have I have worked with they have a sense of confidence in themselves that like they may not be getting a hundred viewers every stream, but they have people who are watching their channel. And a lot of those people who have like, maybe have like 20, 30 viewers, they have brought in a lot more like traction to our games in our company than a lot of the bigger things that has happened. Um, even though that, that does help too. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like I, I, I've I've always tried to want to give opportunities to everybody who wants to showcase themselves, but has a confidence in it and, and not like, uh, just being like, Oh, well I'm kind of okay. Or I'm not that good, but can you please give me something for free? Like that's, that's not going to really help. I, I would say that. I think yeah. you just blew like a lot of people's minds that are listening to this either right now or listening yeah. <laughs> to this later in the podcast because yeah. I mean I can't I can't tell you. I'm sure you get this question a lot, but I would get this mm. question all the time and people are so afraid of reaching out. But I actually said mm. earlier during the stream like everybody has access to more opportunities than they think that they have access to. You just can't mm. like you just can't show that you think that your space isn't valuable because then why is a company going to want to work with you if you think your space Mm -hmm. isn't valuable like that is so true just just tell them what the value is even if there isn't a ton of people in there yet it doesn't mean that you won't grow so there's Mm -hmm. definitely a lot of potential i think for like micro influencers and people that aren't super massive because you never know who's going to blow up (laughs) <laughs> well, exactly. That that's the thing, and I've always thought that, and I've always I've I, I have seen like really great potential streamers who like have started at a level and they have grown very quickly. Mm-hmm. And like as a company, that's good to have because especially like if you if you um, are helping, well, not helping, but if you're working with streamers and they you know they ascend and continue to go on, they're going to remember that you gave them that chance to work with you. Uh, work with your company so i always think that's always a good way of working like for companies and for streamers it's just being like being very realistic like you know uh just trying to i guess combine the both together if that makes sense yeah i lost my train shot (laughs) (laughs) i do that all the time yeah Yeah. it's so good so to stay on this topic a little bit, at what point mm. do you think people should start reaching out and working with companies, whether that's games or products? Ooh, okay, that's a good question too. Um, I would say do like okay, I wouldn't. I would not reach out to a company or a sponsorship until like you feel that you have a really really good community behind you. Um, if it's just like you have like not that many people and it doesn't have to be like a, a bunch. It doesn't have to be like a hundred. It doesn't have to be 30. Like if you have like at least like a good 10 viewers who support you and, and, and are like with you, 
I would say around that time. I would say right away because it like you don't want to go in there right away and then take rejection wrong and be like, oh, well, no one's going to want me because they said no. Um, because you're going to get a lot of rejections. I get reje- rejected all the time. Trust me. Um, there's been like bigger companies that I've worked with before and they still won't even want to, they don't want to do sponsorships with me, which kind of sucks, but um, it is what it is. And you, you just got to kind of have to move past that. But you also just have to make sure like your whole channel and your branding is on point. Just, just whenever you're ready to do that, because that's what a lot of us look at. We'll go to your channel and see like, okay, I like, do I want my, my company logo on this channel? Does it look good? If it does look good, probably not. No, I probably won't do that. Um, but if it, if the, if the channel's looking excellent, looking great, like, yeah, like let's do it. Boom. You know? Yeah. What so, makes the channel mm-hmm. look good? Uh, panels of course stick out really good. Um, if it's like, it's obvious that you like Google image random things and just posted it on <laughs> as a panel and just like, Sloppily, like that. I, that's a really bad example, I would say. Um, but that's why it, it, it's it's important to also you have to invest in your channel by like maybe reaching out to a overlay artist or people who do graphical work to do that for you. Because I I can't do any of my stuff. Like trust me, I, and I trust me, I made the mistakes of just like googling things and putting them on on the panels and be like, oh that work, no one will notice. Um, yeah, like just yeah, investing yourself uh, with uh, graphic graphic designers is is very important like you could use fiverr and well legit fiverr people um or reaching out on social media there's people all the time looking for work especially artists they're always looking for uh for um uh, commissions and stuff that's the that's the best way of doing it yeah yeah what about the actual like video portion so panels are really important but how do we make video look sponsorship worthy uh, making sure that you're streaming at the, the right quality that your internet could take. If you have to like up, up your internet to make it look good and not choppy, that is plus, because I could tell the difference as a streamer and as a person, like, you know, working to looking at other streamer stuff. Um, I can tell the difference where someone's just like, has like not a good quality or their camera is not that great. Um, but just internet's important. Uh, having a good camera. It doesn't even have to be a DSLR. It could be a C920. That's why they're still so popular because that's a great like entry point. Audio is also good too. I'll, I'll say that. Audio is great. It's, it's good because like I don't want to be like watching videos just like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like can't <laughs> yes. hear anything. Um, and also, yeah, in the actual channel, the actual video, um, having really good overlays and stuff and it, everything being consistent and not just kind of sloppily made because it's very obvious to see. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a mm. really good point. Let's uh, let's talk about the actual reaching out process because I know, yeah. like, this is still, this is one of my, like I said, biggest questions that I get is what mm. does this process look like and mm. and kind of pulling back the curtain on it. How do we, how do we reach out? What do we say? Like, what do we send? Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I am very old school and so I go between two different things. Like I definitely email. I think that's the most professional and important way of doing it. Um, I definitely have seen people like reach out via like tweets and I have done that, but I, I just feel like it looks a little weird when it's just like, Hey, I want to be sponsored by your company in a tweet and like everybody sees it. And it's just like, okay, like 
we, we get that you're trying to get sponsored. We don't need to see all that. And plus, like, everybody, like, you know, other companies see that. But I, I, I don't know. I think that one is okay. Uh, but definitely email is the best way of reaching out and just, re, re, like, you have to remember that, like, a lot of us get a lot of emails very quickly and a lot of these sound the same. So it's kind of like, okay, what's your name? What do you want? Uh, w- give me your link, your channels. And I think that's the most important, but like not to make it too long, like kind of uh, elevator pitch, pretty much like it, it explain like who you are, um, what, what you're actually asking the company for and where they can find your stuff at and, and where it would be going to, like if they gave you a sponsorship, where would their stuff be landing on your, on your channel or your content or YouTube channel or whatever. Um, keep it short and sweet. I would say like, not a whole page of like, I love your, well, I know I get those too. And those are pretty nice, but there's some ones that I've gotten where it's just like, it's like very overly, like, I love this brand insert brand name. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, clearly you don't cause you, the insert is there. <laughs> um, so That's like, you don't want to do like, you don't want to do that because I I've gotten those working on this side. I've also gotten those from companies as well. Like I love your content. I love your stream. Would you like to play a BR game, Brandon? And I'm like, I don't play BR games on stream, so I clearly know you don't love my content. And even if you looked at my bots, there is no like BR game at all. So I, I got an email I, from a company yeah. last week that was like, Hey, Sarah. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like that's it. not my name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That that oh that is important too. Making <laughs> sure that you have the product and the name right. I have gotten so many emails where people have asked me for games, and they've asked us for our like the competitor, the competitor game, the competitive game name. Like it'll be like oh um so like say I I have like we we make Halo. We don't, but it's like hey. Um, I'm looking to see if you'll give me Call of Duty. I know it comes out this week. And I'm like, uh, we don't actually like make Call of Duty. So obviously I know that you're not really paying attention to what, who you're writing to. You know what I mean? Um, I've got, yeah, just making sure you have the correct information before you see that. I understand mistakes happen, but like making sure that you know the company's name and, and what the products they have are or not inserting like, you copying, pasting and putting the same thing into different like um, emails to people because like, I'm sorry, but like the industry talks, like we talk about this stuff that happens. So it's not like it's a secret. So it'll be like, you know, I mean, you have to make sure that you're being very genuine in what you're saying. I mean, it could be kind of similar. Like if you're, if you're doing sponsorship, like emails and asking, but like at least like making sure you're changing the name that is in the letter. And it's not like, the same thing you're like oops like that's not the product name oops i forgot to change it so yeah so good that's so true (laughs) yeah oh it's so embarrassing when that kind of stuff happens or whenever you receive an email that's like that is not okay yep yep it's very obvious (laughs) um okay so i think that's that's all really really great information that's going to be really Mm -hmm. helpful for everyone that's listening Mm mm-hmm Let's talk a little bit more about your own opportunities because you've yeah, gotten, yeah. oh my God, you have done so much. Yeah. There's been some yeah. crazy stuff that has landed in front of you. And uh-huh. I, I mean, let's just tell everybody what those opportunities were. Like, tell them just some of the coolest stuff that you've done on Twitch. <laughs> uh, I will definitely say, like, when, when we get into this conversation, it might get a little because of what I will say, because there's a whole discussion about, like, what is better. And I, I, we might 
have a little friction here about it, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, some of the opportunities I got from Twitch, I've been, um, I was able to go to their hosting workshop and then they asked me to host uh, for Twitch at PAX East. And then from that, um, they sent me to Australia um, and I hosted PAX Australia uh, two years ago. Um, then I did a photo shoot with, with uh, Steel Series because I was sponsored with them. Didn't know where it was going to go. And then like months later, I ended up being the face of uh, the headset. Well, this is like one of the headsets, but uh, I was the face of the headset that when it came out, I was like on their website. Uh, there was a, a bulletin. There was like a billboard of my face in Germany that I, like someone sent me a picture of. Um, GameStop, of course, um, I, I did the audition to be like the GameStop TV host, but I didn't get it. But they they liked my interview enough that they wanted to bring me onto the team to do like interviews at shows and stuff. Um, what else? I've been on um, a local TV station, a local TV show here that uh, that they did about Twitch. Um, it's on YouTube. I, I it's it's on it's like on a, a few places, but um, basically with that TV show, they they wanted to do a segment about Twitch because it was like a it was like a Jay Leno sitcom kind of thing, and they wanted like the host to come talk to a Twitch streamer, and they found me because I lived in Chicago, and they came to my house and filmed this whole thing, and they had like an, an NFL coach come in and like hang out in my house and like then like twitch came in and they're like we're gonna put you on the front page of twitch um what else has happened uh there's been like a lot i yeah i just i've been in like in different kinds of different events and activations um things have definitely slowed down in the last like two years but i'm okay with that like when when everything started to happen it was like go 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 i was like i was never home i was traveling all the time and and it was just like i was everywhere and then well, we can get into the that later. But uh, the one thing I was going to talk about is that a lot of these opportunities came from me reaching out and and some of them were actually like not paid. I didn't get paid to do them. I won't say which ones to not start trouble. But um, there, there was a there was definitely one that I didn't get paid to do, but I just did it because I wanted the experience to be a part of it. And then it landed me to getting in this really big spotlight that I had no idea that I was going to get. Um and when it comes to like experience versus like getting paid to do stuff, I I am always on the fence of this, and I always get to argue, arguments with people because I feel that if if you are okay with a certain um, like opportunity and it presents itself to you and you and you think it might better yourself, like why not do it? Because honestly, not everybody's going to get paid for every single thing that they do, especially like if you're not like a top streamer there, you're not going to get paid to do a lot of the stuff, you know. Um, but like with that, like that certain opportunity I was talking about, like I didn't get paid to do it. I mean, they didn't pay me to, you know, the other stuff. Um, but I had that experience, which it led me to actually working with this company a lot more. And they had me in like some of their other like ads and stuff that they were doing. Um, and then after that, you know, you do get to a certain point where you're like, okay, if you're going to have me, um, working for you, I, I have to get paid to do this kind of stuff, especially if it's like traveling, if you're traveling somewhere to do something, then I get that. Like you shouldn't be paying for yourself to get somewhere for a company to, to do that for you. But like, I just happened to be at this event and this situation happened and then it turned into a thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I completely agree. There's a lot of different ways to be paid, right? Like mm -hmm. money is awesome, but mm -hmm. there's there's a point where, especially if there's something like really, you're really, really excited about, maybe you mm -hmm. don't need the financial reimbursement nearly as much mm -hmm. because it's just the thing you really enjoy and you want the experience. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, okay, so we agree. Okay, yeah, perfect. we completely yeah, agree. Is that the yeah, thing okay, you were like, we might have friction? Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. No, because I there has been definitely a yeah, I've I've gotten to this these arguments on on social media. Of course, with unnamed streamers, we won't talk about it, but it's right. been like um like you sh- like telling people you should not take anything, you should not take any opportunity unless they pay you. And then I come in and say, but, but wait, <laughs> don't say that. And I was like, you also have to look at the people who do say that because some of these people are like so high up there where they're already making so much money. And it's so easy to say, mm-hmm. oh yeah, don't take any opportunity because you're, you're going to get paid to do it. Like you, you got to take all the money you can. I mean, yeah, you're at that level. Of course, you got to tell everybody to get paid. Not everybody has that opportunity to get paid to do everything that they do. And if you, if the person who's, who's been offered an opportunity feels comfortable with doing that and they feel okay with that. I don't see any problem with that because it could lead to other things. And that's only up to the person. But like, I don't like when people do blanket statements, like you should not take any unpaid opportunity because of blah, 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 because that's up to whoever wants to do whatever they want. You know what I mean? That's up to them. But I, that's why whenever someone like tries to put that, out there in a really big way, I get really upset and just say, that's not true. Because like, if that were the case and I was like, no, you have to pay me to, for every single thing I do. And they'd be like, Oh, why would we pay you? Like, you're not, you're not like, you're not ninja. We're not going to pay you to do that. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I think, I think like, that, that that thought process is just not, it's not healthy to, to put that out there for everybody. Cause not everybody has the same opportunity situations. All yeah. advice about Twitch and streaming and like being, a quote unquote influencer, I think should be served mm-hmm. with like a big asterisk underneath it, which is yes, does not yeah. apply to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like you're, that's, that's you're completely true. right. It's sometimes mm-hmm. free work is a, is a good thing. Like it can be productive. It can lead to other opportunities for yourself. It yeah. can lead to more experience. Yeah. It can grow your resume. Like there's a lot of reasons to take free work, but there's also a point where like you should start to, to ask for payment. And that's something I'm yeah. kind of struggling with right now is like, mm-hmm. I'm transitioning into being this person that I should start asking to make money from from these companies, and I'm finding it mm. like a little difficult because I know my worth, I, I, but it's I, also too, hard. Yeah. Like, ugh, how do yeah, you I, how do you transition? How do you like how do you ask for money from somebody? Um, I know this is so weird. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like I want money. Um, Give me money. I, I well, when this the whole like doing the free opportunities were happening. I was like, okay, I'm going to do anything I can to get my name out there. I have to. Like, I, it was like either like fight or flight for me at one point. It was like, I, I, if I'm going all the way in to make this happen for myself, I'm going to like do it. And if a company's like, hey, we're going to, I don't know, we're going to put your face on like uh, a billboard in uh, Times Square. But like, we can't pay you to do that because like you're not ninja and I'm like, and but you're at like, we'll do it at your house. I'm like, okay, just come take pictures of my house. I don't care. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Like stuff like that. I, I, I just like, you know, that's not a big deal to me. Um, but I think when, when, when it's like, uh, I think when it's, when it's time to start being like, Hey, are you going to pay me um, for, for my time? Cause everybody's time is worth something. Um, I think it's when, when a lot of brands are kind of reaching out to you. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not just like one, like one brand, like after 50 years has said, we want to work with you. You're like, Oh, pay me now. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Like, but, like, 
can you show us why we're paying you? You know what I mean? Because companies are going to look at that. They're going to be like, why are we paying you this amount of money? Like, are you worth it? Like, what's your worth to us? That's how that's how it's going to look back. Because, of course, like companies have to go through approval processes and they have to go through like the background check of whoever they're working with. Like if you have no if you don't have a worth to a company, they're not going to pay you. Like, sorry, if it's just like you, you like you streamed, you have like like one follower like a company's not going to be like, okay, we'll pay you like $50,000 to come work with us. You know what I mean? So I think it's when you have the worth in your background, that's when you can start be like, okay, like, you know, I would like to be compensated for this. And, and I think nowadays most companies are more, they actually bring that conversation up before anything. Um, Cause they, they know that streamers are not willing to do everything for free. So, which it shouldn't be that. Um, so I think it's like when you have enough worth in your background of the stuff that you're doing in your content that you should you should be able to be like, hey, like, what about compensation? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's true. I think that's about the right time as well. Yeah. Okay. A couple more things that that I want to hit on before we get oh, over yeah, into yeah. our Q and A section. Yeah, sounds is, good. Uh, okay. All right. All right. So finding these industry jobs, which we've talked about a little bit. A mm-hmm. lot of them aren't really available on like Monster or other job boards, oh, yeah, right? That's so true. A yeah, lot yeah. of it is like word of mouth and creating mm-hmm. opportunities for yourself by reaching out. So, yeah, yeah. How like how else do we find these these opportunities for ourselves if we want to work in the industry? Yeah, like that's that it's so true cuz it's still like that. Like even now it's like that. Um, right. it's a, it is a lot of word of mouth. I definitely like on Twitter, like I, I, I'll see jobs and I retweet them and I'm like game job. Here it is. Like I've, there's been so many really good jobs that have come along, especially that are streamer related jobs that have been like, we want a streamer to work for us where I've like retweeted it. I'm like, if no one applies for this job, I'm going to be very upset with all of you. And I've said that before. Um, there's some, there's like some job, boards on uh i cannot remember i think it's gem gem nistra hold on let me i think this is what it let me look it up real quick go for um, it it's called uh because i just post i just like did a retweet of theirs today and i'll post in the chat wait is it this oh game game nestra <laughs> don't quote me on that don't quote <laughs> me on that hold on, let me what, actually how's it find spelled it. Yeah, let me actually find the tweet that I did because there was one that Sony was hiring somebody to work esports management today. And I retweet, let me see. Uh, it is spelled, one second, G A M A S U T R A. So that's nowhere near what I was thinking. I wasn't even close. Gabe Yeah, there you go. I'm going to post in the chat, but they are a really good source of. Uh, oh, I don't know if I can post links. I'm sorry. No, but that's their Twitter. Uh, but yeah, that th- that Twitter leaks to their website. But that they post a lot of game jobs. Like they have one for Wizards of the Coast right now um, that they posted. There's one for I think Zanga that does like mobile games and stuff. But they post a lot of gaming jobs and stuff. Uh, but like yeah, they they're not game jobs are very like within word of mouth. Um, and also it's a lot about like networking too. Like if if I know like my current job, like I knew the person who was hiring for this job. 
um, just by knowing him from events. Like I, I used to go to conventions all the time. So if you're a person who has the ability to go to conventions, that is the best time to network your ass off. I'm, I'm telling you. And I know like conventions can be very expensive, but like if you live in Boston or if you live in California, like you need to get your ass to like all these conventions that are around here because that's the best way to network with companies because they will like sometimes look for volunteers to work at their booths or or like if you get to meet someone at a company, that's how you can like get their contact info to info, uh, to like email them later. Or if it's like um, or you meet them at a bar, you're hanging out at a bar. A lot of a lot of networking that I've ever done has with drinking and a bar. And it's actually worked out pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. A lot of my networking has, has come from meeting people at a bar and and like, yeah, a lot of the influencers that I met have been through like hanging out with them outside of a convention center. And that's why mixers are very important at events because that's where like, um, like the industry people go to hang out. Cause like, it's a long day after the convention. So let's go hang out. And like, you might meet somebody over a drink. You guys get along very well. And it's just like, whatever. And if you don't drink, that's okay. So like, I'm not saying like go out and drink and all this stuff, but, um, like just having genuine conversations that that's the easy way to just like, I guess, meet people. But yeah, unfortunately if there's not like a place to find like a listing of jobs, but I being a, like a mini source of like industry things, I try to retweet like all the jobs I do see like posted on Twitter because I do like, obviously I know people in this industry and they'll post when their jobs are like hiring for people. Um, but also like even checking like your favorite uh, game companies websites uh they have job listings like literally on the career pages like jobs like opening like they're on there especially like i know riot has one um bethesda has one uh blizzard definitely has one twitch has one it, I, i'm so shocked when people are like oh twitch is hiring i'm like yeah twitch has a whole page of like like hundreds of jobs that they're hiring in all different locations they're always hiring um, they're they're always, always. T- Twitch is always hiring um so i would just say like check your like your favorite like companies job listings or just any i guess any gaming company but also you want to work for a company that you actually like so <laughs> yeah yeah but that's the best way of actually finding jobs is going to different brands like career pages and they'll have that stuff listed or if you're interested in working for that company reaching out and saying hey um here's my resume you know um i'm really interested to working with you guys um if a job opening ever happens i would love to see if you guys can keep my my resume on record and sometimes they do reach out so yeah that's also got a hustle i mean that's yeah you you have to what you're saying like I, this is why like people like they see where I'm at now and they're like, oh, like I, I, I'd love to do that. I like it. Like it seems so easy. People don't see all the stuff that I did to get here. Like I, nothing really started to blow up for me until two years ago. And I was streaming on I've been streaming on Twitch for four years. So two of those years I was like. I was still working in retail. I was still working at Walgreens, trying to getting yelled at by customers. You know what I mean? It wasn't the perfect life and it wasn't things I wanted to do, but I had to make ends meet to get where it was. So, um, yeah, you just have to be willing to take sacrifices. And sometimes it may take a while. It, 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 it sometimes doesn't happen right away. It definitely didn't happen right away for me. Um, if it does happen right away for you, then... I mean, hell yeah! Goddamn. I'm really like, excited for you. Like, come on, <laughs> very lucky. Yeah, yeah. But definitely conventions. If you can get to a convention, do it. 
TwitchCon, if you can make it to TwitchCon, you should have been saving from last year. But if you have not been, start saving now because that is a great way of networking with people, especially like in this whole un- like this whole environment of Twitch, like TwitchCon. There's so many different brands that are now trying to get involved with streamers and and um and all that. Like this past, like I was talking to guests at TwitchCon, you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, you guys want to work with me? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, let, let's talk about that. So that's that's a whole separate thing. That's, yes. That's stuff. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like there's so many brands that want to get involved with gaming now and, and streaming in general that you should take these opportunities as ways to market yourself. And it might have to be like, oh, I have to spend this much money to get there. But sometimes it's worth trying to get to like actually getting to the event to meet people because sometimes it's a lot better than emailing the people because they actually see you in front of, in front of them instead of just like, Oh, these are, I'm just reading words, you know? Yeah, absolutely. What do you feel like through all of the time that you've been working in this industry? Um, and especially in the professional side, what do you feel like are some Mm -hmm. of the common misconceptions about it? Uh, Oh, that's so good question. Okay. Um, (laughs) such a good question. Um, I mean, it's, oh yeah, work and life, like work balance and streaming balance is very hard. Um, that's why like we're, we're going to get into this part later, but I, I went through that last year. Um, work life balance is very hard. Um, you have to make sure that you're doing your job, you know, like, like my job comes first, streaming comes second, like, or like if you're like person who streams eight hours a day, I don't know how you're going to have a full time job doing that, but good luck. But like you have to make some sacrifices when you want to go into the industry. Like if you love streaming a lot, like you and you want to work in the industry, you're going to have to sacrifice some things like where you can't stream all the time and you have to figure that out. Um, What are some other misconceptions? I would say, um, yeah, it's a lot of hard work. (laughs) It's it's very hard. And and some of the things is that this this industry and and especially the job that I have is is so new. It is not like it hasn't been around for years and all this kind of stuff. So people don't know like where it's going to go. So it's a lot of learning on your feet. Like I was kind of like thrown into the sharks and I had to figure it out myself, you know, um, especially like with this job now, like I, I love this job and it definitely taught me so much because um, I, I've always wanted to work for a gaming studio. And when I had the opportunity to do that, I was like, okay, let me see what it, what it's like. And then I was like in these meetings with like, you know, really big companies. And like, I'm like, uh, I'm like this little I'm like this little streamer. Like, I can't believe I'm sitting here. Like, I went through a lot of that the first year I, I, I've been here. Um, and I went through a lot of, like, feeling... Um, Imposter what, syndrome. The, yes. Yes. A lot of that. And feeling like I didn't belong because I was just, like, a streamer. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in these corporate meetings with this company. And I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, I'm just this small streamer who, who, doesn't, believe, who doesn't belong here. But, like, after I got a lot of confidence, I'm like, Brandon, like, you belong here. Like, you've worked you obviously have the job for a reason. Like, you know what you're doing. Um, then it was like, okay, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, but yeah, it's a lot. You'll probably experience a lot of imposter syndrome, um, especially going from being a streamer to working in the industry because you will be doing like really big activations with companies and you deal with a lot of information that you cannot talk about. Definitely. Like definitely NDAs, like insanely crazy. There's so much, like, if you say something, at, like, as a streamer, just, like, on your stream, like, oh, yeah, like, we have this game coming out. Oh, you're done. Like, that's it. Your career's over. Like, 
yeah. So you got to be very careful with that kind of stuff. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even know it was that serious. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because when you think, like, you know, imagine, like, if your company's working for a game for E3 and then you're streaming and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, Half-Life 3 is coming out in a few months. Oh, my Boom, God. Over. You know what I mean? <laughs> you oh, heard no, it here I don't first. Know that. Confirmed. I, Confirmed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but if it's, it's like stuff like that. Like You have to be very, very good about being sensitive about information that people cannot know about. And you'll, like, know all that kind of stuff. You just have to be quiet, you know? And that, yeah, you can't, you can't just be talking like, and people, I've had a few people come into my stream and ask me about certain things with our games and I knew I couldn't say anything. And I'm like, oh, can't talk about it. So that's why I tried to leave. Um, I try to leave my work stuff away from my stream stuff. And, and everybody who watches my stream is, is pretty good about it. Like I don't have people like ask me, oh, so when is it going to launch or when is this going to happen? Or, or can you tell me about like this person? And I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. But I feel like my streaming persona is so different than my work persona because when I'm working, I'm more serious. And then when I'm streaming, I'm just like, I don't care, acting crazy. Cause like, that's me. Like, that's like me outside of work. But when I'm like, I'm working, I'm here to work. I'm here to make things happen. And, you know, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have the ability to like flip on your professional switch, yeah. which is really yeah. important. Well, I'm in my pajamas. Let me just say that. I'm oh not, my I'm God. Yes. <laughs> Such a contrast from what you usually yeah. wear at events. You're like I dressed know, right? the freaking nines. It's crazy. If and that, I will say that is one thing I like. I did not expect to happen. Like, if you don't know me, I I like to dress up a little bit. <laughs> but um, I like I've always been a person who's just always loved fashion. Like since I've been like younger, and even with the whole like even with that, I kind of was like, you know what. I see all these, okay, I see a lot of male streamers, like, going to these events, and, like, they're, like, not really dressing up. They're just, like, wearing things and just, like, going out. And I'm, like, I can't do that. Like, I'm going to be myself, like, if I was back at home, like, I'm going to dress up as I would. And so I, I can get, I can tell you right now, when I started going to events and I was dressing how I would usually do at home if I was going out, I definitely saw a dramatic change in what guys would wear to events that like a male streamers would wear to events. I definitely saw that. Definitely guys were dressing up more. And I was like, yes, we got to We got to do that because <laughs> like girls are looking phenomenal and like, hey, we all have to look good. And I definitely noticed, noticed that when I started doing that. Um, and that in itself has helped me a lot because people are like, oh my God, I love like your clothes and stuff. And the thing about it is that like my clothes are not very expensive. Like I buy stuff on Amazon all the time. I'm like, I don't wear like name brands or anything. Like I go to Marshall's and I just find like the craziest <laughs> things. Like, so my clothes are not very expensive. And, and with that has helped me because like clothing brands want to work with me at this point. And I'm okay. Well, exclusive real quick. I'm working on a clothing line right now. So. <gasps> oh my God, Brandon. <laughs> So, That's so yeah. exciting. So that we, we, we've been going back and forth. So it's, a, it's with a company that, you know, people will know. Uh, but we have like, you know, the concept is already done. Like the 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 first wave of the line is already done. I've seen that. So that's going to come out pretty soon. Um, but like that all came from like me, like being like, I'm going to dress up and I'm going to I want to look good. You know what I mean? I want to present myself in a way that like I don't see a lot of people doing. So let's just do that. So, and yeah, I've had people been like, oh, let's like work with you on some clothing stuff. I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> I feel like I have to mention this like once in every freaking interview lately, but I yeah. have such a thing for women in suits. Like if there's any suit oh, companies yeah. listening, yeah, listen, yeah. contact your girl because I'm trying to, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to go. <laughs> yeah, because the thing about it is that I feel like um get, like the stigma of gamers are like, oh, we don't dress up. They on the they don't like no, I'm trying to change that. Like, yeah, I'm a gamer and yeah, I'm a nerd, but like if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna look freaking good. Like, I'm sorry, we're gonna do that. Uh, so that's why with the whole the line that's supposed to come out soon, um, I wanted it to to be very like um gamer friendly but also like lifestyle friendly as well so there's like kind of there's like some workout stuff in there too that looks really good so cool yeah yeah so the the concept is like it's not gonna be like i am brandon's clothing line it's a it's a concept that i came up with um of course with drinking of course (laughs) (laughs) the wine got you again yeah yeah yeah. uh it was (laughs) the concept of the whole thing came to me one night a few years ago um and and the name for the uh the clothing line came to me that night. And so when, when this company approached me to do this, I explained to them my concept of it. And they're like, we love it. Like, we love it. Tell us what you want. We'll design it and we'll, we'll figure it out. And yeah, we're like at this point where they're going to be sending me like the samples of it. And I'm going to like, you know, tell them how I like it. And then hopefully in the next few months, you guys will see some stuff and hopefully you guys will buy it. So they want to I'm use so me excited yeah. for you. So, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. It's gonna be real good. Uh, I've been I've been like showing some like little previews on Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram, that's when that's a lot of my life. Like I post like things on Twitter, but like my Instagram stories, like that's that's when you really like learn about me there. Boop boop boop. I'm not on my phone right now for sure. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about that. Um, I've I've been glad I've been able to combine a lot of the things that I'm interested in into my own brand and stuff. So. That that's one thing that's really important. I would say to you guys who are watching out there, like if there's things that you're interested in, like make that be known, um, because people listen. Like I, I like I know for a fact that like if I tweet something about Twitch right now, like I'm angry with Twitch. There's somebody at Twitch who's who's reading my tweets. They're gonna be like, oh okay, we should probably like make sure he's not that angry. <laughs> but not everything, not everything. So don't think like I have like a special like thing and Twitch is like, oh, is Brandon okay? They, I'm not, I'm not any different than anybody. Right. Um, but like I've always put my, my interests and my thoughts out there on the internet as a way to hope that things would happen. Like the whole GameStop thing, I was like, you know what? Like I knew it was like, I knew I was going to audition for it, but I didn't know if I was going to get it because like it was audition for it was supposed to be a guy and a girl and like me and meg and devin were all in the same audition but like we weren't like competing against each other but it was just like we're all in the same one and i remember i went to gamestop and i like was looking at the gamestop tv and i was like i really want to like put this out there on the internet like like i want this energy i want to work for this company so i like posted this like picture of like the gamestop tv and i'm just like we'll see what happens and then like months later it was like GameStop like actually literally tweeting like Brandon is now our official like uh, event host. So I was like, oh, okay, so it did work. That energy I put out there on the universe, it did work. That is so, so. awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You've had I'm so a weird many like. <laughs> oh no, I'm the same way because I'm like, what you put out yeah. is what you get back, right? Like, I, yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. If you yeah. ask for things, I mean, you can't get a thing without without asking for it. If you really, really mm-hmm. want something, it's really good to like send those vibes out into the world. I think. Yeah. I love yeah. that you, you're like that too. Yeah. I'm a very vibey person. People are just like, what are you, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm into the vibes, you know, like, yeah. I like a lot of the stuff that has happened in my life is unexplainable. So it's like, that's the only way I can, I can make it make sense to me. Cause I'm like, like I, I, 
at like in my eighth grade graduation, and this is a weird story to kind of segue into, but in my eighth grade graduation <laughs> video, I they interviewed all of us and they asked us, what did we want to do when we grew up? And I I I said, I want to work for Nintendo. Of course, I'm not working for Nintendo, but like literally a few months ago, like my company launched a game that is on the Nintendo Switch and I have work for Nintendo. So it's just like weird that I said that years ago, Hope like as a kid, like who would have thought that they would be working for Nintendo? And like to be able to sit there with my Nintendo Switch and being like, my credits are in this video game that is on the Nintendo Switch. That is nuts to see. So <sighs> that's so yeah. crazy. The freaking universe, dude. The oh. universe, it, it's 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 there. I I believe that there's some vibes. Yeah. I definitely do too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the last thing that I want to talk to you about today is your ability, which is like absolutely freaking crazy that you were able to do mm-hmm. this, but you took some time mm-hmm. off of focusing on your stream and Ooh, growing your community yes. to yeah, yeah. to focus on your job. And then you mm-hmm. came back and now you're like freaking killing it again. And yeah. I just, I'm like, how do you do that? Because yeah. if I take like, if I, I took like three weeks off for Christmas and came back to mm-hmm. like our sub count cut in half. And I was like, Oh God, it's an anxiety inducing. And I know a lot of streamers are like, I can't take time off. I just can't do it. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. like what, (laughs) how did did that work? How did you, what has that been Uh, like? uh, Well, I will. uh, Yeah, this is, I would, I'm so glad we're talking about this. And I know there's some people in my community right now. So I just, uh, who are hanging in the chat. So I just want to thank them first because like, um, yeah, last year I was going through a lot of stuff, um, and they like understood, like I could not stream like four or five days a week. I, there is a point where I felt like, cause I had been on a go, go, go schedule for like four, like three years at that point, And like constantly going, trying to make a name for myself that I felt like I had lost myself. And it was like, I lost my joy of streaming. I, I was starting to feel like it was a chore. Like I would wake up and I would be working and I'd be like, Oh God, now I got to stream. Like, and that, and that was happening a lot. And so like during the summer of last year, I was like, you know what, Brandon, like stop trying to like push yourself to stream because you're not happy and you're not probably making the people who are supporting you happy. And so I like started to take time off and I started to like go outside and, and I started going to like to music festivals. Like I met this really great group of people like i can't even explain these people and they know how i feel about them but like during the summer we all would just like all hang out and just like talk about music or like go to different shows and i had never experienced like friendship like that like in the real in the real world and so i like was feeling all these great vibes and people being awesome and being like you know what like i need to take time for myself sometimes and and get outside of this digital world like of course like i have people who who are supporting me but i also need to come first because like i can't put on a good stream if i'm not happy so like the la- like definitely a few months ago like a few months of last year i was like not streaming consistently i was probably off a few weeks um, my, I mean, my sub count definitely dropped a lot. And I, I understood that. I mean, at first I was really upset because I was like, oh, like, why aren't people like staying subscribed? I thought people liked me. But I was like, well, because it's like I'm not on. Like, why would I why would someone want to subscribe to me? And I'm not ever like, I, why would they support me? And I'm not there to be like to give the support too. And so when my mindset changed like that, I was like, you know what? OK, I am blessed and lucky that I have a full-time job that Twitch streaming is not my career. And it's not like, I mean, it pays the bills. Yes. Uh, But it's not like, I don't have to do it to stay like afloat. Um, So I'm going to take the time and 
go out to the world and find myself and learn a lot about myself and which I honestly have found so much about myself that I'm not as perfect as I thought I was. I, I'm still learning so much about myself. I have been, I've learned that I've been a very close minded person to a lot of things in this world. A lot of experiences that I have um, not been a part of because I was just like, no, this is not what society, society tells me I need to be. I have to be what society tells me. Um, it was a lot of like deep thoughts like that. And so, yeah, like I told myself, like, you know what, this year I'm going to be open and I'm going to try things that I haven't done before. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to find that balance with work streaming in my personal life. And we're going to make this happen. And so, like, I told myself, OK, we're going to give me three days to stream and it's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to go out and and get out of this bubble because like if you don't know i work from home so i'm in this space like oh my god yeah yeah so (laughs) that that's a lot of mental stuff and so it was like i wasn't seeing people for like weeks like human beings i would see people on the screen of course but i wouldn't see anybody so my schedule right now is like uh tuesday wednesday thursday and sometimes if i'm like not doing anything like maybe on the weekend but for some reason the weekend I get very I get a lot of trolls so like please if you're a troll out there don't don't follow me because I don't want to deal with trolls on the weekend <laughs> um, but yeah it's it's Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and then like on the weekends I go out and hang out with my friends I mean I know if you watch it on like Instagram it looks like oh Brandon's drinking party but like that is like my thing is like I I'm a social butterfly I meet so many different people all the time and it's like having the people I met last year. And, and having that inspiration of being around people and learning about how, like, my life has been so enclosed and learning about more people's lives has, like, definitely opened the door for me to want to stream again and having enjoyment in it again. So I don't feel anymore like, oh, it's a chore. Like, I have to stream now. Like, it's like, like, last night I, I streamed again. I took a day off because there's certain situations that were happening. But um, I took a day off and then I came back yesterday and it was just like, I love this. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, I don't want to quit streaming. I just had to be realistic with myself. I will never be a streamer with like a thousand subs, a thousand viewers. Well, who knows? Um, because, and I, and I'm not trying to hit a thousand subs. I, I, I don't, I'm not streaming as much as someone who's streaming seven days a week, eight hours a day. And I only stream for three hours. And, I, and that's kind of crazy to say, but I'm, I'm blessed to have, the community I have, the people who support me that I have, knowing that I cannot provide as much as other streamers. And so with that, that's why I always make sure that I give the best damn stream every stream that I do. So whenever somebody comes in, they can never say that I went to Brandon's stream and I didn't like it. And I'm a much happier person than I was last year. And I will tell you that. I love sure. that. I yeah. love that you're like that because I feel like... Yeah. I've definitely transitioned from being a person who is like quantity, quantity, quantity to mm-hmm. quality. Like I want people to yeah. show up and I have energy and I just can't do that if I'm streaming like six days yeah. a week, 10 hours mm-hmm. a stream. I see people that stream yeah. that much and they look like zombies. They look like yeah. they just hate yeah. their lives. And I don't yeah. ever want my stream to feel like that. You know, mm-hmm. that works for some people. But yeah. oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it's like it, it was a lot of stuff that was happening in the background. No, and I didn't want to talk. Because I didn't want my community and people watching me be like, oh, like, worried about me. But it was a process I had to, like, take it upon myself to kind of figure out, like, what, why I was feeling like streaming was a chore. And it was because I was doing so much of it and I wasn't, I wasn't really experiencing other things in life. 
So yeah, now it's just like I'm having a great time. I have I have so many friends like online. I have friends like like that's what is so crazy to me. I have friends that I can actually talk to and call and they can show up at my house. And that sounds really Wait, sad what? to say. You have friends know, like, right? in person? But what? I, I, yeah, right? It's, it's sad to say, but I remember when I actually moved to Chicago and when I was, I, li- I lived in the suburbs before and um, I moved to Chicago and I said, all I want is to have one friend that I can like hang out with like outside of like streaming. That's all I want. And now I have that whole thing now like I there's a group of people a group of friends I have that I hang out with and like other friends like it's just like it's got it's built where that point where it's just like not get to explain to people what it, what is switch like I see all these pictures and I don't understand it's like I have I can do that now with my friends who don't <laughs> understand streaming so it's 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 been it's been really really awesome and I mean yeah like if you follow me on social media you you guys will see like these people who have come into my life and have um, really changed me as a person. And and they all know this. And we've all had like conversation about this. And they're like, oh, Brandon, stop being weird. I'm like, I just I just wanted to have friends. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going to send this to them. So they all are like, oh, Brandon actually cares about us. I was like, I yeah, you guys. I love that. <laughs> That's so yeah, awesome. Yeah. I used to have this like yeah. awesome friend group whenever I, I lived back in Oklahoma. We'd hang out all the time. We'd show up to each other's houses like unannounced. And it was just such mm-hmm. a... It was such a family. And since I've missed, I've moved to Austin, I'm like, I don't go outside. <laughs> I go outside yeah, once a yeah. day for 10 minutes to yeah. walk the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not good. Yeah. But that, yeah, that's, that's the kind of person I am. I've just always been very social. Um, and when I think about it, it's weird. Social media has always been a part of my life, even before Twitch and even before like trying to get in the gaming industry. Like, yeah, like I used to be on MySpace and doing all the crazy stuff. So that's kind of where my obsession with social media uh, happened. Like if I never involved myself with any social media channels or at all, like I would not be sitting here right now because like at an early age, I learned how to network myself on social media. So, I mean, people like make fun of it like, oh, yeah, you had like all these friends on MySpace. I was like, yeah, because I knew how to I knew how to write my bulletins or whatever. And I knew how to create my MySpace profile to look good. And people were asking me to do that. So it was like even like in high school, it was like that. I was the I was I was the kid who knew everybody in high school because of MySpace. So that is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. So social media <laughs> has been has been a part of my life. And without it, I, I yeah. It, it's, it's really weird that I have a job that I can actually be like, oh, yeah, my job is to tweet. It's like, oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy how like everything has kind of led you to the, that point. That's so mm-hmm. great. So yeah, we're yeah. going to we're going to actually transition over into the Q&A section yeah, of this conversation yeah. now. Sounds if you all have any questions from chat, you can type exclamation point and then the letter Q and a space in your question and it will get sent up into our question queue. And if you're listening yeah. to this in the podcast, so that's Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Anchor, the show releases every Friday at 10 a.m., uh, and we do stream these live, so make sure you come over to twitch.tv slash Ashley Christ. I, I announce the the interviews all the time over on like Twitter and, and mm-hmm. Instagram, and they're really fun. You can show up and, and hang out and get to know people from the community yeah. and ask questions live. So let's yeah. go ahead and get started, though. Our first question comes from Snow Ape, who asked, okay. when and where is the next Twitch Chicago meetup? Ah, okay. So, well, I can't release that information yet, but it's happening in May. 
That's all I can say. <laughs> Where, but I will I will say um, this meetup is about to be the biggest one that we've ever done. Like we have we have a lot of brands who are going to be a part of it, which is really crazy scary in a good way. Um, but like we've been teasing it on like the social media for Twitch Chicago. Um, but this yeah, this one's about to be the biggest one that we've ever done, um, which is also going to involve people being able to stream. And we're going to be trying to do Ooh. some stuff for charity and all that. So uh, I would say if you want to ever travel to Chicago, uh, make sure you follow the Twitch um, Chicago Twitter, which is Twitch Chicago, um, because we have a lot of people who fly out for the for this event. So, um, but yeah, this one's about to be the biggest one we've ever had, and it's it's going to be really really good. We've had some brands who've been like kind of watching us grow, and they they know what's happening, so they're going to be they're going to be wanting to get involved in a little Chicago tea. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be happening in May. So we're still finalizing the date, but it's like the venue. We have to do all that. So all that background stuff. That's so awesome! I'm so excited. Maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll fly out for that. I, hey, you are more than welcome. We're we're gonna we're trying to do something um, where hopefully we can get like a deal for people like if like down the street from where the venue's supposed to be, where you can get a discount if you stay there at, at a hotel that's nearby. So we're working on that. Ooh, too. that's good. We're thinking about all the things. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Our next question is from Brecky, who asked, can you recommend some overlay artists for us to start off with? Ah, OK. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> um, OK. I know there's uh, uh, Bass Carlo. He makes uh, overlays for people. I can't let me see if I can find his stuff. Um, that's one person I can think of off the top of my head makes overlays. Um, someone who does a lot of graphic stuff for me. Um, I'm going to post this chat. This is Bass Carlo first. And then um, is Crobo. Um, he's the streamer too, but he like he like he's a graphics designer. He's done so much stuff for me the last uh, few years. Like he's definitely made things for um, our uh, Scarathon. Like he's done like oh, my yeah. yeah. He's done stuff for us for that. He's done he he created um, the Twitch Chicago logo for for me um, years ago. Like I, I gave him the idea that I wanted to make like the Twitch glitch logo into like the skyline of Chicago. And he made that happen. Um, he makes overlays. He makes like emotes, like definitely check him out. That's one I personally have used. Um, other than that, I can't really think off the top of my head though. <laughs> That's awesome. There's a yeah, lot, yeah. there's a lot of them. If you find like any, yeah. any artists on Twitch, try mm -hmm. or on Twitter, try to like go into their followed and see who they yeah. follow because they'll, yeah. they'll follow each other. And that's a really good way to, to find mm -hmm. other people. I wish I, I wish I like would have tweeted like, hey guys, like I have made I have made like a thread link of like artists um, mm -hmm. who like do stuff. I can find that right now. If I can find that, I'll post that too. Where you could probably reach out to the people if they yeah. have permissions open. Yeah, yeah. And um, we and can... gonna... Oh, sorry. Oh, go for it. Oh no, I was gonna say real quick uh, to the person who said there's no meetups. Um, if you if you guys are interested in like any meetups like at all or trying to find like where they're at. Twitch actually has like the full list of meetups on Twitter. It's really hard to see, but um, it is, it's like, I'll put the link in chat. This is on their Twitter, their little list. Um, you can see all the communities on Twitter. There's going to be some stuff coming out soon that's going to be better, like organized so you can find meetups in your area. Um, but that'll be coming from them eventually. So you'll, you'll, you'll see all that. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. We'll try to include those in the show notes for everyone mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, next question was from I'm Really Important, who asked, how did you get into the video Twitch tweeted about new mod tools? Oh, okay. <laughs> You're in their videos a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? And I am so lucky that I have, like, I was fortunate. I was fortunate enough that I got in as a partner um, before they started cutting off like the partner managers. Um, because now like if you're, if you get partnered out, there is, they don't have enough resources. So I got partnered three years ago and they had like, you know, certain group of people. So my, my partner manager, like he, like if there's certain things that I, um, would fit for that's how some of those Twitch opportunities come up for me and I get involved with those. Uh, but specifically this one, um, my friend Dylan, he actually started working for Twitch and he does like, now he works for the community stuff. Um, and he oh, 8-Bit Dylan. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, so now he's getting more involved in the community. So I would say if you guys are looking to try to get involved with Twitch stuff, definitely make sure you're following him because he's always like tweeting out things that like obviously I think he's like kind of trying to vet to see if like people would be a good fit. And he sent me an email and was like, hey, okay, well, I, I'm going to say this. Hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. I had no idea that it was a mod tool because that's not what was said to me. So that's why when you, like when you see the part of my video where I'm talking about like mod appreciation, that's what I thought the whole video was supposed to be about. And then like later I was like, oh, it's mod tools. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's why I'm like in the beginning talking about that. But I had no idea that they were going to be um, like, I didn't know I was going to be the first person that showed up. So like I was, I was sitting there and someone tagged me. I was like, oh, my face is there. And then I looked on like Twitter, I mean, on Instagram. And of course, my face is like the thumbnail. And I was like, well, that's not a bad place to show up on Twitch. Let's just say that. Um, but yeah, a lot of the opportunities I've gotten from Twitch has been from like my partner manager or like Twitch themselves reaching out. And actually, this is something I always plug. And I'm going to do this right now um, so I can make sure that you guys see this. Um, this is a website that I have used several times. Um, it is called uh, Twitch Submittable where you can submit different like things for Twitch. I'll post this too. Um, that is where I, I applied to uh, be in the Twitch workshop. That's where I applied to be in the Twitch uh, meet and greet video. There's a Twitch weekly meet and greet video that like if you're an affiliate, that is good for you to get your, your, like, your channel out there because what they do is every week, and this is for people who don't watch Twitch weekly because got to know about this. Uh, Twitch Weekly is Twitch's weekly talk show that premieres every Friday at 3 p.m. Um, it has DJ Wee and Anna Prosser. And um, what they do each week is that they pick a video and they showcase the person's channel and they like link like all these people like who are watching to the channel. So that gets you extra traffic in there, too. Um, and every once in a while with that link, Twitch like will put like new opportunities coming up in there. Um, they won't post about it, though. So that's why you got to make sure you kind of look every once in a while. Uh, but especially at TwitchCon, they will post like all the stuff that they want, like um, the cosplay cost uh, the cosplay contest is on there and other things. Yeah. So make sure that's that's the place to go. So it's really, so really good. Are, Twitch Weekly, yeah, yeah. like we've we've been on there before for uh Oh yeah, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, we whenever um sub gifting came out, we had this like because mm, we use Capogen, okay. so we had this like crazy emo explosion whenever somebody gifted like a hundred subs and it uh -huh. just it completely broke. We went down to like two FPS for <laughs> for oh, a while. Yeah. And DJ yeah. Wheat commented on it. He was like, Yeah, I saw I saw that go down to two FPS. I'm sure everybody mm. in chat was just dying. But yeah, yeah it's yeah. really great to be on because it's, I, I mean, they broadcast to like quite a few viewers and yeah, the yeah. professional side of the industry gets to see you a bit more, mm -hmm. which is really great. 
And yeah, and that's how I like I got my first like experience like I said earlier was because I submitted a Twitch uh, meet and greet video a few years ago and they they featured me on there and and that's how I kind of got my first like um kind of kind of way into like the Twitch world and also like the staff who watched the video they saw it and they're like oh we kind of like you like at TwitchCon I actually got to meet them in person and that's how like I started to be Twitch staff and I was like oh you guys like my content cool that's nice so yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's all like a, a circle of things. Yeah. So yeah. next question was insane anarchy. What's the best way to interact with other streamers at conventions to try and build mm. without being a bother? Oh, that's so hard to answer. <laughs> I uh, okay. I uh, like I think I think just being it okay, this is gonna be a really hard one for me to answer. So I'm gonna try to answer in two ways. Like I know for me if it's if someone comes up to me and like starts talking to me and I don't know them, it's really hard for me to c- kind of connect with that person, especially in a, an event setting, because it gets like very like very like crazy. Like especially for me, because it's like I uh, I sound like a dick being like a lot of people know me, but like <laughs> I, like I do get a lot of people who will stop me and then I don't know who they are because they know me from Twitter but I don't know them. Um, I think a great way of like, like talking to streamers at events is already being in their chat and like them knowing you from chat. Like if you come up to them and be like, Hey, I'm so-and-so boom, that clicks in my head. There's been like, I will know people's names from chat who are hanging around and talking in my community. But if it's like someone randomly comes up to me and is like, Hey, I'm so-and-so I want to be your friend. I- I'm usually like, okay. Like, it's like weird but like if you're already um in a person's chat already talking and you meet them in person that's so much more genuine than going up to somebody and trying to talk to them because then people start thinking like you're only trying to talk to me because i have so and so or or if i have some sort of level or 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 rank rank i don't know what i'm talking about um some sort of like thing that yeah i don't know we don't have rank switch but um But like, you know, I think it's more genuine when you're already in the chat and the person knows at least your name and at least like say your name first. I'll say that because I've had a lot of people like, yeah, I've never met them before. Yeah, I'm sure you know that. That's my biggest thing. Like, yeah. And not say anything like, hey. And I'm like, hey. Yeah, it's like, who are you? Hi. Yeah. And I had to look at the badges and I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, now I remember you. But yeah, yeah, that's that's always kind of awkward. That's my worst thing because like when people say. When people are like, hi, oh, my God, it's so good mm-hmm. to see you. Like, my first instinct is to mm-hmm. to be really excited and say hi mm-hmm. back and, and go for a yeah. hug or something. But I can't because yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, who is this? And I feel so bad because I don't know. And I, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely like, hi, I'm and then introduce yourself yeah. by your stream handle. But you know what? Like a great example right now, a kid rich in a chat, like. I already knew him from my channel because he mm-hmm. talks a lot on my channel. And when I met him for the first time, he said like, oh, I, you know, I mean, he said his name. I was like, oh, my God. And like, yeah. I didn't. I knew him from that. And then we connected uh, because we're into the same kind of music and stuff. So I know him from that. So we have like a general connection from that. So that's why I'm saying, like, if you're already talking to the streamer in general, and they know you already. It's so easy for us to remember the people who are constantly in the chat talk. So, yeah, yeah, I would say that would be it. Absolutely. I think that's great. Next yeah. question was... The Dark Tagger, who said, we were talking about Mixer earlier in Ashney's stream. Oh. What are your thoughts on Mixer as a platform? Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. I will say, um, I think Mixer is, I think Mixer is a great platform. And I, and I work with like, you know, Mixer streamers. 
obviously it's not at the same level as Twitch right now, but I think it's a great enough competitor to Twitch that Twitch should not just be like, oh, Mixer, whatever. I know a few years ago, uh, Twitch was like, whatever, Mixer, until they started to kind of blow up. And they're like, oh, wait, we probably shouldn't act like that. Um, I think if you feel, if you're trying, if you if you feel that you want to switch platforms, you just have to be very aware of it. Um, and are very aware that some people will not follow you over to the next platform because they, they all their friends are on Twitch. Um, and you may have to start a community all over again. Um, but I think Mixer as a platform is really good. They have some really good stuff that's over there. I definitely think that they have a very big oversaturation of B, BR games. Like, I mean, but Twitch does too, but it's like at a point where, yeah, half of the streams are actually BR games. So it's going to be hard to kind of break out if you're like a person who plays retro games or a person who plays just like variety games because a lot of the streamers on there play BR games. Um, but I would say like it's definitely a good platform to start. And if, you, if you're not feeling like you're not growing on Twitch, try something else. I mean, like you don't have to stay on one platform because everybody else is. I mean, you may exceed into um, other stuff. And, and the other thing, Mixer, they involve their their streamers in a lot of their promotional stuff like Twitch does. But, like, they have them in commercials. Like, I've seen that already. Like, they have them, like, they actually tweet out streamers of, like, doing funny things. Like, I know Twitch, but I've noticed Twitch is now starting to do that. You know what I mean? Twitch was not doing that months ago or, like, a year ago. But Mixer had been, like, oh, like, make sure you follow this person, blah, blah. And here's a clip from their stream. And then I started to notice that Twitch was doing that and changing their kind of social media uh, platform where it'd be like, oh, here's a, well, now it's like, here's a funny clip from Lyric Stream. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, give us someone that we haven't seen. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's at least you could see where the competition between the two has started and where they're kind of, you know, Twitch is like, okay, they did that. Okay, let's try to do that. Especially with the um, um, homepage. That is one oh my thing God, yeah. very interesting that Mixer definitely had that homepage design. And then, you know, Twitch kind of was like, okay, interesting. Let's try to switch it up a bit. And they're, they're quite similar, but we'll say they are. I mean, I think it's good having competition <laughs> yeah. like that yeah. kind of no. forces them to be better. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why we're seeing a lot of, um, I think that's why we're seeing a lot of the features like affiliate. I think, probably had to do with that as well that mixer was around and people were like you know what i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not doing anything good over here i'm gonna go to mixer so i i feel like that definitely had a, a like a play in there a little bit um yeah like it's weird like back in my day i never i could have i could have been an affiliate it's weird saying that i don't know like i someone actually asked me that um, like, how would i feel if i wasn't partnered in if i had if i was an affiliate and i would say like, I think if you're affiliate, I think it's great. But I think for my particular situation, when I went from having no source of, like, revenue and then being able to see my my own emails for the very first time after I got partnered was such a crazy experience. I And, and that's why I had my very first, like, stream that I was a partner saved on my channel. Like, it was such an experience that for the very first time going from, like, like looking at partners having their emotes in their chat to seeing my emotes and people subscribing. It was like insane. Um, yeah, but it was a different time then. I so don't, don't look that. at that. Yeah. I miss like before the affiliate program, whenever yeah. your first partner stream was mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Like that, that's what I would say. That's that the only, I doubt. Yeah. That's what I would say. That's the only downfall I would say. Um, 
about the whole affiliate thing is because you, you don't get that same like, oh my God, like people are subscribing to you because you already have that. But I mean, you know, if you didn't know that, then you, you should care. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I just, I just had that experience already. So I know what it's like uh, coming home. Like I remember I came home, like I came home and I was going to lie to everybody tell that I tell everybody that I was going to quit streaming and then Twitch put my sub button before I got home. And then everybody started subscribing because they saw my tweet and they thought oh, I was no. like, they went and then people were subscribing and I was like, what the hell? No, you're not supposed to do that. My joke was, it was over. So. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Pink yeah. Comet asked, how would you suggest setting up meetups and things like that for people starting out? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for asking that question. I have two meetup videos. Uh, they're both they're both on my channel um, and also on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. Uh, one's the, the very old, and the other one was like an update to that. I would say, okay, so if you're starting a meetup from scratch, first of all, check to see if there is a meetup at all in your area. You have to do that. Um, that's actually like now like in Twitch's rules, like you can't not start a meetup if there's one like in the same like area. Like someone can't be like, oh, I'm going to start a Twitch Chicago meetup over here. Like you cannot do that. Um, or you got to call it someone else. You got to call it something else because you can't do that. Um, find out if there's one in your area, then try to find locations where I always, what I used to do, I try to find locations that had like um, gaming involved in it, like uh, arcade bars. That was a good one for us. Um, also, we had um, like a lounge area that like you could stream and play video games on PC there. Um, and then social media is definitely key to starting meetups. That's what I did. I was like, well, I was kind of creepy about it. I was like searching. I was searching Twitch streamers who lived in Chicago by like hashtagging Twitch and hashtagging Chicago. And, like, oh, my God. And then I would be like from the from the account. And I was like, hey, we're having a meetup uh, on this date. If you want to come, here's the website. And that's that's another thing. Um Making sure before you even get to like, like the, all the meetup stuff, make sure you have a place where people can go to register and a like at least a good graphic so people can have all the information in one. Um, because the the what you want to have is just record from especially for your first meetup, how many people showed up because a lot of companies are now they're sponsoring meetups, but they want to know like how many people are coming in in, in this event because we want to know how much uh, like swag to give you. So that's a whole thing. Um, and also to like be officially um, sponsored with Twitch, there's a whole process that's supposed to be coming out soon where people can apply to do that. But you have to at least have one meetup, um, one meetup done uh, so they could see it. But also do not put Twitch City anymore. You can't do that. Like, yeah, if you, yeah. you cannot name any account like Twitch City because, yeah, Twitch does not want you doing it. Um, because legally, we all signed a contract. So <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why these other meetups are, are okay to do that. Because we all signed contracts with Twitch saying that, like, you know, Twitch is, is okay with us saying Twitch, whatever. Um, but if you are doing a brand new meetup, you cannot say that. You just have to say, like, I don't know, like, Las Vegas streamers or L L Las Vegas streams or something like that. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately for the newer uh, meetups coming out, they have to be kind of more clever with... Uh, trying to come up with names and events but yeah Uber ginger's in the chat too oh yeah, yeah she is i know she's two meetups she's also in there she's also in the meetup group and md too <laughs> MD. sorry yeah guys oh correct oh my god us. i love d yeah yeah so i've been to his meetup too uh i would i think i went twice i've been there twice and they're a lot of fun that's always my favorite to go to other meetups because then i could see the the organizers panic like how i do <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's always good to be like, oh, well, let me lay back and have a drink time because I am like the most, uh, I'm sure a lot of people could say when they see me at a meetup, at my meetup, I am hectic. I will not talk to you. I'm running around. I don't have time to talk because I like my, my goal is to make sure everybody's having a good time and that no one like, like, like messes with the bar. That's like the biggest thing. So, um, but yeah, that's one thing about, um, I would say about meetups, you have to be prepared that like, you're, you're not going to have fun. <laughs> you're not going to have any fun at your own meetup. <laughs> it's, it's just about that. Everybody else has fun and you're going to be stressed. Yeah. You're going to be stressed. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just say that it's going to be very stressful. Very, very stressful. <laughs> Dave X90 asked, are you planning to attend any UK events? Oh, my God. I've been wanting to go to the UK so bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, when I worked for XSplit, I wanted to go to the UK so bad. But um, I would like to. If there's ever any opportunity for me to go overseas again, I would definitely take it. Like, I've always talked about this. I miss Australia. The Australia... Um, Twitch community, like at least the partner one, because that's all, all the people I met. They are so tight knit, tight knit, but they're all they're all like a family. Like I walked into a party that they're all doing and I was just like, wow, like it's really cool to see like all these partners are like they're all our friends. They're just hanging out. And um, I would love to go to Australia again if that ever happens. That would Because it was, it was really nice there. And also it was weird not tipping people like that's not a thing. There. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I was trying to tip. But like, no, no. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. That's so yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But hopefully UK, that's the dream. I've always wanted to go over there because I love accents. I love Australian accents already. Like if you have an Australian accent, I will most likely fall in love with you. So <laughs> I, when I went there uh, for PEX Australia, it was the worst. Like I was there with like all Australians and I was just like, okay, well, let me just do my job and then I'm going to sit in my room and cry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's your kryptonite. Uh, That's amazing. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what it's about. I just like it. I just love their accents. They have accents. great accents. They sound but, but amazing. They hate, it. They, they hate it. They hate it. Like, if you ask any Australian, they're like, oh, I hate my accent. I'm like, I love it. They're like, you only say it because you don't talk like that. And I was just like, okay. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. This is going to be our last question. This is from Love okay. Kit. And Love asked, if someone local wants to meet up, how do you make sure mm-hmm. that it's safe? I have someone local that wants to meet, but I feel weird about mm. it. Oh, oof. oof. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, that's a good question. Okay. So, I mean, I have, I've had some viewers who, who do live in Chicago. I've never went out and met someone, like, before. Um, I think that is a little dangerous, especially if you don't know that person. Uh, I always would bring a friend if you if you do want to do that. Um, but I mean, you you have to be very cautious because it is the internet, and you don't know that person's intentions. Like they could be very nice and want to meet you, but you don't know what they're actually trying to do. So always definitely bring a friend. Um, anybody I've ever met, like it locally, has been from the meetups, and I have actually met them in person. Like, and that's how we became friends. But I think it's a little, yeah, I think it's a little yikes. Uh, it, like meeting someone from your stream and you've never met them before unless it's like you've like talked on discord and you guys know each other at least but definitely bring somebody with you yeah and Cameron is right he definitely took a gamble because he, he drove all the way to Chicago and stayed with me but that was a different situation it was a different time okay 
I knew you for like three years. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think, yeah, definitely bring somebody with you if that's the case, if you want to meet that person. But if that person is like pushing you to meet them and you don't want that, no, no, then no, no, no. Yeah, cut them off. Yeah. Yeah, Your no, safety like, is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can I see that happening. I can definitely see that happening with people wanting to meet someone. Because, like, yeah, when you're streaming, you, you get connections. Um, you do you do get these really good connections with people. Um, and, I like, my one of my best friends on Twitch, like, I, I've, I've, after, like, four years, I finally met him at TwitchCon for the first time, and I cried. And I've known this man for years. Um, but like, I would never, like, I would never fly to his state to go hang out with him by myself. I'd be like, let me be in a place where like, I, there's other people around. So just being in a place that's where you have people around you and it's like public, you know, not yeah. like, Oh, come over to my house. It's like, Oh, okay. you've probably heard of this. It's like, it's, it's called parasocial relationships where like, uh-huh. since streaming is so one-sided, you're sharing a lot about your life and about yeah, yourself, yeah. but you don't get mm-hmm. to learn a ton about the people that are watching you. So mm-hmm. people get this idea that like, you they know a lot about you so they feel like your your relationship with them is way closer than it actually is and it's led some people to thinking that like like i think madonna had a problem with this for a while where a fan Mm. thought that that she was sending them these like secret messages and so she wanted Mm -hmm. to like she wanted to to or the fan wanted to show up and Mm-hmm. like kill the person that she was dating and yeah, start yeah. a life with her and it was just like yeah. creepy creepy stuff the the potential Ooh. is there it's yeah. really weird and it it has the like potential to get very very strange but you have to be yeah. like really honest about your boundaries mm-hmm. and what's acceptable yeah. with your community cuz I, I yeah i think that's actually something so important and, and i would definitely want to speak on that because I know, like I said earlier, I, I like if you follow me on Instagram, you really see my life. And that that's true. Um, but yeah, I get a lot of people who like will come into my stream and like comment on things that I had done on like Instagram, like on my Instagram stories, like, oh, like you're a party all weekend, weren't you? And I'm like, and it, that kind of stuff really upsets me. Mainly, but it's also my fault because I put it out there. But it's like, I don't like people taking things that they see me doing and thinking something else or like as if I'm not responsible or they don't know the behind the scenes. They don't know like, oh, I was at a friend's birthday party. But we're drinking like w- like what's the issue with that? Um, I've had. Yeah, I've definitely had some people coming into my stream and like mentioning things I had done um, on, on my Instagram as if it were a bad thing. Um, I've had people say like in DMs, like in anger with me. Well, like you just seem like you're a partier. And I'm like. I like what like I don't understand that whole aspect, but that kind of stuff really makes me upset because I, I I don't judge people about the things that they do because it's like I don't know their lives, especially on social media. They, I'm people don't see when I'm sitting here crying by myself or when I'm crying like because I'm I'm single. You know, people don't see that part. They only see the good parts because that's all I want to I want to show those those happy moments. I don't want to show like the the vulnerable side of me. Yeah. So yeah, people are gonna um they're gonna. Some people take it very seriously, and, and that's why you have to be careful as a person to make sure that you don't put yourself in a situation with someone where they are very obsessive. And I, yeah, I've had some, I've had some situations where there's been some people who have sent messages to people I'm talking to, um, and being like, "Oh, Brandon is mine," and I don't know who like these people are. You know what I mean? They just follow me on social media, but they they think they know me so well that they have the right to claim me from somebody else I actually know. You know. 
So it's it, it's it, it's it can be very scary. Um, but luckily, I've been able to kind of compartmentalize all this stuff because this is all new to me. I'm not used to like getting crazy threats on the internet. I'm not used to people saying really nasty things to me because like they mentally have some stuff going on there, and I just happen to be like in front of them socially. Um, so th- th- yeah, all of us have to be careful. This is not just to me. This is just for everybody who's a streamer who puts themselves out there on the internet. You cannot trust every single person out there. And I think we've learned that. <laughs> yes. There's also yeah. this level of yeah. like, once you start to see success, people take everything you say very, very, very seriously. So you have to start to like protect. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You have to start to like protect this image that people have in their heads about who you are yeah. and like what yeah. you're you're all about and so if you start to like yeah. venture from that people can mm. get very angry and very upset because they view yeah. somebody yeah. who has success as like a better person so they put you mm-hmm. on this huge pedestal and it's mm-hmm. we all say like we're human beings we're gonna make mistakes but mm. we don't like to accept that from other people so there's I know. like that is, ah, uh, that is so that like all this stuff is so ringing true to me because that is Something I deal with so often, and I try to make as many tweets as possible so people don't think this. And I always say, I know, like, I I, ha- I put these positive things out there. I know, I, like, this stuff is happening for me, and I'm trying to do what I can. But I'm like, I'm not a perfect person, and I'm not trying to portray myself as that. I If I make a mistake, I do not want one person to go like, oh, my God, I'm so shocked that Brandon made a mistake. I was like, no, I'm human. Like, I'm not a perfect person at all, and I don't want to ever be considered that. I don't want people thinking that I I, I cannot make flaws or any mistakes because that is untrue. I mean, half of the stuff that I am doing now is because of mistakes I've made in the past, and I've changed that. And that's what I, I really want to kind of put the, out there on the Internet is that people make mistakes sometimes, and they can change you know, mm-hmm. for the better. I definitely changed for the better. I was a, I was a horrible person. And oh I will tell my you, God. Yeah. I was, and people don't believe it because of how I am there. now, but like, I was a very horrible person like a long time ago. And it, it took me to go to rock bottom to see that, like, um, it took me to get all the way to rock bottom to see that I, you know, you can, everything can be gone like that, Brandon. You need to stop being an asshole to people. You need to be more humble and more kind to people. And that's what changed a lot of it. And especially streaming as well, meeting other people and seeing other people's lives and, and learning about different cultures or, or, or other people, just anybody in general. Um, that helped me to see that I needed to stop being such a dick. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That, 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 that's what it was. Um, and streaming helped me a lot to get in a better place about things. That's yeah. so great. I'm so glad it did that for you. I feel yeah, like yeah. you see this a lot. Like um, people just clickbaited forever and ever. Like Pokemon, yeah, yeah. people picking on Pokey, people mm-hmm. picking on Ninja, mm-hmm. people just creating like huge, massive drama out of yeah. little things. This whole like cancel culture. Yeah, right? I, hate Where, that. I hate that. Some, some situations, it, it deserves it. But my thing is that a lot of people who do try to switch things to their own agenda, it's like throwing rocks at a glass where it's like you have done stuff yourself. So you can't really like, you know, be that kind of person. But let me say this one real quick. Like certain situations are different. So I'm not talking about yeah. that. But um, like there are people who will throw stones at other people and, and not think that they ever made a mistake in their life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, there's been things I've regretted saying to people. Um, and I mean, I would never want 
someone to be like, oh, well, say that to me and not care. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's so true. Yeah. It's accepting. But cancel culture is like acceptable when it's acceptable, but not just because like, oh, you forgot to bring back your library card. Oh, you're canceled. <laughs> like, OK. Yeah. I mean, there's We're definitely like if people are being racist or harassing yeah, oh, yeah, women yeah. or like being misogynistic exactly. or homophobic. Yeah. Like freaking stop. They need to be called out. Yeah. They need to be freaking canceled mm-hmm. and they should correct their, that behavior in the future. But mm-hmm. I think pulling up tweets that somebody made like six years ago or like mm-hmm. creating this huge, huge situation out of something that was obviously yeah. a miscommunication. is just like, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. to me that and we've got that level of, yeah, because level like context is always important, and especially if it's something that happened years ago, that person might not even remember like what what they were talking about. Like I, I'm sure there's like a tweet out there. Oh, yeah, there's been definitely some tweets out there that I've like was like in fights with other streamers and been like like back and forth, and I was just like, if someone read this, like it was just it would just look bad, you know? Yeah. Um, but not like not to the point where it's just like, well, Brandon needs to be canceled. <laughs> um, but like stuff that we say on the internet, of course, is always going to be on there. And cancel culture should be where it needs to be, like where like okay, no, I understand this person. We should not be involved in all that. But if it's just like something that could like because a person made a mistake, I I I I wished that this concept would still be in people's heads that people do make mistakes sometimes. And especially years ago, like I'm not the same person I was at 10 years old. So like, yeah, I yeah. stole a pencil. So are you going to like crucify me because I stole a pencil like at 10 years old, you know? So, yeah, that that's that's what I'm going to say. All I love that. that. Where can everyone <laughs> go to find you? Uh, So, yeah, uh, if you're here on Twitch, uh, I am. See, this is why this <laughs> name. I am. I am Brandon. <laughs> This is my my name on Twitch is I am Brandon on Twitch. Uh, If you want to find me on social media, unfortunately, I don't have the I am Brandon name because someone already took it and he doesn't tweet, which makes me upset. But on uh, Twitch, it's I mean, on Twitter, it's I am Brandon TV. And then on Instagram, it's I am uh, Instagram.com slash I am Brandon TV. Um, I also have a Instagram uh, Instagram profile on what that shows all my retro collection. So if you could, I'm going to move over. I don't know if you can see all this, but I have like all my systems and stuff. Right oh here. my God. That so, is so cool. Yeah. Uh, so I collect a lot of retro stuff. So I have a whole like um, whole Instagram uh, dedicated to that. So if you guys are into like retro stuff, definitely check that out. Check that out. Um, that one is IAB collective. So yeah. All right. I hope that you all enjoyed that talk with I am Brandon. Brandon is absolutely fascinating. He has so much knowledge and so much experience. So please reach out to him on Twitter. Follow him on Twitch. Do all of the dang heckin things. Okay. You will not regret it. Brandon, thank you so much for coming on the show. You have been such an amazing person for me to see working throughout this entire few years that I've been able to watch you. It's been absolutely fascinating. So thank you so much. I know that your time is very valuable. And if you are new here, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, leave a comment or tweet at me at Ashney Christ. If you want to let me know what you think of the show, if there's anything that I can do to do better, you can also check out our ebook, which just released a couple of weeks ago. If you go to streamcoachbook.com. I love you all so much. I will see you in the next one. Oh, bye.